Hot Text or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day. People are already getting after it on Facebook and Twitter. What happened to Utah's defense against the Oregon State Beavers? Gave up 260 yards rushing, 468 yards of total offense, and 42 points. Okay, some of them came on special teams. That's a separate problem. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But they just couldn't get stops and could not get off the field when they needed to. They had them in third and sixes, third and eights, third and tens, and Oregon State kept converting. What happened? Yeah, I was stunned. I picked them to win, and I thought they were going to win comfortably. And they get off to the 14-zip start, and I'm thinking, okay, they are going to win comfortably. Mm -hmm. This is easy. It's like I thought. But a whole lot of mistakes and just couldn't make plays. Defensively, that really surprised me. And I realized Devin Lloyd went out in the second half for a good portion of it. They've got to stop with the ejections. I wish they could do something like uh, the degree of flagrancy, if that's a word. Uh, But because it's like they treat every targeting like in golf, you can hit a one-inch putt and a 350-yard drive. And they each count as they one count shot. Stroke. Yeah, <laughs> there's no difference, right? That's the crazy nature of golf. Uh, and they each count the same. Well, targeting could be just extremely cheapest shot ever versus uh, you just make a play, the kid lowers himself, you get a little lower, boom, you're gone. And not just that, you're gone for the half of the next game too, depending or unless it's in the first half, then you're gone for the second half. Uh, I wish they could do away with the ejection. Make him do like 50 push-ups right there and everybody <laughs> watches. <laughs> He's got to go to midfield. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> something else, or right on the chalkboard or something. But the ejection and then the half suspension just seems so outrageous for a hit like Devin Lloyd's. Uh, because, okay, you want to call and you want to give a 15-yarder, so be it. But the ejection, just nobody feels good about the ejection. Whereas... You can just cheap shot somebody as high as possible, and the penalty's the same. It's like a one-inch putt or a 350-yard drive. It's the exact same. But I guess they couldn't put referees in the position of being judges and juries. Yeah, because yeah. it would be crazy. But nevertheless, I wish it could. So that, so that was a it, blow, having him out. It, it was, but it was going poorly before him, and right. it went poorly after him. I don't feel like it changed the game. You'd obviously rather have him than not. I don't know. I can't say. I wonder if it's going to be more of an impact against UCLA. Oregon State's number one. One in the league against the run. UCLA is number two, and or excuse me, number one rushing the ball. I got you. And UCLA is number two rushing the ball. Well, particularly uh, DTR went out injured in the last series of the game, and they had to bring in the freshman Garbers, who is the brother of the Cal quarterback, and he's just a freshman, first year freshman out of Newport Beach, and he throws a pick there. Uh, you can say your con. Chip Kelly said yesterday, "Oh, we got all the confidence." I wasn't going to say, "Oh my gosh, we're screwed. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a freshman up there." I Man, Sam Darnold 
didn't win when he's a freshman up here. So, and he had had a couple of games experience for SC at the time when he came up here. So I'm expecting Garbers to come up here and beat the Utes. Not so much. I don't necessarily know that Tom uh, DTR isn't going to play, uh, but he did get hurt and did come out and he did tweet. Uh, I'm he tweeted okay. Tweeted okay, yeah. But nevertheless, so but what does that mean? Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. But can you throw the ball 40 yards? Well, and you got to yeah. be able to move too. His big thing is his versatility. Not just he doesn't sit back in the pocket and just throw. If he if that's the, if that's the case, then Utah will win easily if he yeah. does that because that's not his strength. No, they're run, so, run, and then throw to mess you up. We'll have to see uh, how how it uh, plays. They may get another break like they got with Delore and f- from Washington State. But I was very disappointed in Utah's defensive effort in that game. One of the worst ones that I've seen. I'd like to spell it differently, but I can't. The 42 yards and the 468 yards said that that was a bad mean? performance. 42 points, yes. 42 points to 468 yards. That doesn't really leave any doubt. Uh, the Mandalorian says, well, what happened? Oregon State's offense is really good. They came in number one in rushing, and they did what they do. You knew what was coming, and you couldn't stop it. We were just talking about that with Tyler Algier. That surprised me. Good for them. They're really good. Great. Still surprised me because Utah's been built on defense for many, many years. Stout against the run. We've heard it forever. We've seen it forever. Yeah, so that still surprised me. Killicam here, 801, says oh, they did the same thing BYU did, BYU did to us. They punched us in the mouth, and they moved us back. It's as simple as winning the line of scrimmage. Our big guys can move your big guys. Uh, same thing. That surprised me. Think it means anything for next week that this has now happened a couple of times? Well, tell me who's quarterbacking first. Yeah. So until I find that out, I don't expect Utah to lose to a first-year freshman quarterback who has thrown a few passes. Rob says Utah teams always get full of themselves sooner or later. (laughs) That was it? It was just ego? Yeah, I mean they went eight and one in the league two years ago. Yeah. So unless you're, unless you're going to be the Sugar Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, you got me. Be Alabama, never yeah. lose. Yeah, if you go undefeated at some point, I guess you could say that about every team. The funny thing is that Utah lost nothing as far as their goals. There's, I still favor them, and I saw a thing yesterday. They're still favored to win the South by like sixty five percent. No, no one is going undefeated the rest of the way. There's no way the Devils, they're three penalties and a drop pass and a punt. <laughs> I mean, why, you, there's no way you can expect them to go 8-1. and one. So the Utes have to beat UCLA, turn it from a three-team race into a two-team race, and then know that they got the tiebreaker on ASU, and ASU's going to mess up another Well, game. I think Utah might, for that matter, too. I think they can mess up both. That's the thing about it. Either they this, got the tiebreaker if they're both at 7-2. and two, Or 6-3. Ooh. Ooh. What? Oof. Now you can end up with a 3 or 4. Well, I don't think you end up with a 4-way tie. SC will lose again. Oh, no, no. You're, you you have a tendency to overthink. Uh, either this division is highly competitive 
or extremely mediocre? It could be both. The two don't have to be exclusive. I don't. To me, they are. But if you think otherwise, that's your call. Uh, if you if you suck and you're competitive, you're going to be thought of as sucking. So if I've got a bunch of lousy teams, I don't say, "Wow, they were really competitive." So I don't think they can be both. I think we go to one or the other by by saying it's highly competitive. That means there's some great teams battling it out. Whereas if you're mediocre and you suck, that's going to supersede competitive, even if you have a bunch of teams within one or two games of each other. And the way I look at it, Utah Utah has a heavy advantage because the Devils have already played Colorado, and Utah still has Colorado and Arizona ahead. Sweet. If they had already played one or both, then I would favor somebody else. Arizona. But since they have two gimmies there. Yeah. Arizona State's got one gimme left on their right. schedule. Right, and it's a rival game. Uh, I don't think it'll matter, but it is a rival game, and so that adds something. You know, you got embarrassed and you lost by 62 points or 63 points last year, so uh, that means something. I don't think it means enough by any stretch, but it is a rivalry game as opposed to Colorado and Utah as a snooze fest uh, in terms of any passion. We can at least... At least we've stopped with that nonsense. Nobody tries to build that Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's bothering with that. No. They tried in the beginning, but no. Nobody, nobody bought it, and it went away, and it's a game that you're forced to play at the end of the season. What they should do, I guess they can't because everybody else is playing their rivals. It's just mix it up so you don't play Colorado. Right, but it screws up another rivalry, and the other ones mean something. Right. So you're forced to, and that was the downside. Uh, of that, if they went from a pure rivalry stance, they never would have brought Colorado in in the first place. Uh, so they get, they've got two gimmies left. So I still think it, them. I could be wrong, but I think the only thing standing between them and the Rose Bowl is Oregon or Oregon State. And I'm not sold on Oregon. They're, they're okay. Won another close game. They have won a bunch of them. Dropped one of them. They're, and that was one of Brown's better games that they had there uh, in the Rose Bowl on Saturday. But as far as what Utah lost, they win the division, even if it's your worst of the three, if you should get it, so what? You're still playing one game for a trip to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And... There's something to be said for this. Obviously, isn't a great Utah team by any stretch, but is it good enough? I, they're still to win the South. It is, no doubt. And if for no other reason that the Devils are a penalty fest, they've had three games in which they've gone over double digit in double digit penalties. And they lost two of them. One was against Southern Utah, so you could withstand that. Maybe it's something. Uh, if they were to play Utah State or Weber. They would have it double digit. Maybe it's something about Utah. Oh, really? Is that <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Southern Utah, BYU, Utah. Penalties, penalties. Maybe penalties. they've been upset that Brigham didn't say, "Let's go south." Let's. Uh, this is. It could be the place where it's warmer. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe it goes back to that. Why didn't we get the cred? <laughs> <laughs> but nobody's expecting them to go undefeated the rest of the way nobody zero no one there's not a soul on the planet 
including themselves, expecting them to win the rest of their games. And even if they did, the Utes could still win. Because there's nobody on their schedule the rest of the way that looks like, wow, that's going to be really, really hard. They're, they got five games left. They're certainly going to win two. And the other three, they could go 3-0 and or 0-3 or any combo in between. They'll probably go a combo. And if they go 2-1, and one, the odds of them winning are really good. Who's going to beat them? UCLA, Oregon, or Stanford? That's not what I asked. (laughs) Those are the three. Who's going to beat them? The way Oregon State ran the ball, the way UCLA runs the ball should worry Ute fans. They own UC Los Angeles. They have done very well against them. You're right. They have done very well. I think Joe Williams just ran for 15 yards this morning. (laughs) Joe Williams. (laughs) Throwback! I was in the Rose Bowl that day. It was just a joke. 300 yards. Wow. Yeah, I think it was 330-something, if I remember. Just kept taking off on yeah. these 50, 60, and 70-yard runs. We're expecting the Bruins to, to toughen up here. It'd be the first time. <laughs> so they, they've got this. And they're going to be the best of a mediocre bunch. And then will they be good enough to beat a good team? There are, what good teams out there? Oregon State, good team. Well, they didn't last time around. I don't know that Oregon State's going to win it, so I can't answer that. Oregon, I'm good pro- team. Not great team, not top 10, although they are top 10. They're Is there only one team. great team in college football this year? It's just Georgia. Everybody else? I don't know. I don't Cincinnati know. and Oklahoma were struggling with one-win teams. Navy and Kansas are great. They aren't even mediocre. But Cincinnati and Oklahoma struggle. Well, so you just pick out one game. Well, that's two games, actually. No, each team plays one game, oh. so it's only one game, actually. I mean, so I can go pick Oklahoma game struggled with a great. bunch of teams this year. Well, their defense sucks. That's what they always do. Is this breaking news? I mean, I, I know. I, I don't think you wanted, defense, Charlie Brewer was all that. Against they've what? Won, they've won 23-16 and 19-16. They've had offensive issues. I don't know. I'm not following Oklahoma. Who cares? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I wanted to discuss Pac-12 and the locals. I, I, don't I mean, they, what difference does it make? Because none of our guys are going to be playing in the college playoff anyway. So That's a true story. I mean, let them go do what they do. And then, so I'm, I'm, I, I can't tell you. I don't know. I'm not, I couldn't name you one guy on Oklahoma's defense. Uh, and I'm probably never going to be able to because they're not going to be in a Big 12 when BYU gets there. But the other teams, I'll be able to tell you a whole heck of a lot. So, certainly Oregon is capable of beating Utah twice. But Utah is the same thing, vice versa. So, and we'll know more after Saturday night. Because to me, even if they lose Saturday night, they're still going to win the South. But winning the South when you're not good and you don't get to the Rose Bowl, it doesn't really have the same luster. Whereas when you win the South and you're a really good team and you got a shot to get to the Rose Bowl, that means something. So if they go and suppose they lose two more games and then lose in the conference title game, ah, well then you're then you're seven and six. Yeah, there's which there's has no. happened. <clears throat> yeah. 
But there's no luster compared to, hey, you were 11-1 going in and you lost to another top-10 team. Right, with an NFL quarterback. Right. right. That's a completely different vibe. Right. Or it, you lost the game, but you didn't have your quarterback, and you didn't have your running back, and your best receiver tore his ACL in the middle of the game. The football gods were against you, as opposed to going in 7-5 and five and getting beat. And you're just like, well... We're pretty average. We were the best of an average bunch. Right. So they even could, coming out of that eight and five would pretty have pretty much the same vibe. And that could happen. That very well could happen. Which, if I step back and I look at it, because I, I still think we have to remember, Rising is only in his fifth start. Right. And so, better days certainly are ahead for this football program. I really believe that. Uh, they're going to have a lot of guys back. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, lose a they're, few they're going games. to be favored next year. You, I can already tell you because USC will have a new coach, and you expect ASU to have a new coach, and UCLA will be breaking in a new quarterback. It'll be Utah. Yeah, yeah. Because these youngsters who got the experience last year, it's like it really didn't count. It was practice experience. They weren't really playing for anything. There were no fans. There's no pressure. Five, it was five games, and there was no crowd noise. Right, and it was it was like they were practice games almost in a sense. You had more people at a spring game, and it didn't really count because it, you know once you started having two games that were postponed and then a hastily thrown together game, it's like what are we doing here? I mean, the whole management uh, got caught up putting in... Putting games on TV and trying to limit the damage to the budget. Well, they were trying to save face because all the other conferences, conferences out were there... were able to get the games in, and you're over here playing five games. Yeah, and they, it sounded so good, and you can get into politics, and clearly that was part of it, as everything is. And then you had to save face, because wait a second here, nobody, uh, nobody died, and uh, these other teams, other conferences are playing 10, 11 games, and we're sitting over here doing nothing. So, uh, it's basically last year is this year. They're still listed as freshmen. Although Kyle was hilarious, I don't even know what a true freshman is anymore. Right? There isn't. There, yeah. Who knows? I, I agree with him. I agree with him. But I think the stuff that we would have seen last year, if it was a we're regular still seeing season, some of it now. I think, well, I think we're seeing a lot of it. Yeah, that's you're my not point. seeing it in the wins, just in the losses. No, yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Because we're, I think seeing, they yeah. got some benefits out of last year, but they did not get a full season of benefits out of last year. Number one, they didn't play a full season. Number two, what they played wasn't real. I think they got minimal. Yeah. And so they're getting it this year. The point I'm making is it sets up for next season. I mean, they'll lose Devin Lloyd and Britton Covey after six junior years will be free to go too, so there'll be a handful of guys who go, but the core of the team's coming back. The overwhelming. Overwhelmingly, yeah. the core of the team. And if Rising keeps himself healthy, knock on wood, he's going to be way better next year. You would think so. You would hope so. Yeah, Build off of this. he will. He will. There's no question about it. So The offense in this game, as much as it's easy to dump on the running game, and that was problem number one, and certainly special teams continue to be a problem. They've now given up three touchdowns on special teams. Which is shocking because they were so good for so, so long. long. And they are not good now. That is just not good. Offensively, they were really good. And then they had issues in the red zone. The two fourth down stops yeah, yeah. down there. We were the the biggest reason I was wrong about the game was the numbers on Oregon State and their third down defense. And yet on critical third downs they got it done. And then they doubled down and did it on fourth down twice too. And they made him kick a couple field goals. Now one of them, 
you know, they were playing to extend the game, so they chose to kick that one. Right. But that's still a lot of yards. You get down the field and you get four more points if you punch it in the end zone. Well, on the fourth downs, you get seven more. Um, so they, they left some points out there. 34 is a good number, and Kyle said, typically we win. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, yeah typically yeah. you do, yeah, yeah. and you still could have won because you could have put up 45 or 49 in this game without much imagination. I guess 48, two touchdowns on those two fourth down stops. Yeah, I don't know. They would have won, though. I mean, you yeah, can't just not. take everything that's the same and do the right. whatever your point you're trying to make. The offense was fine. Yeah, they stumbled in the right at the goal line a couple of times, which was unusual. Uh, but this is a young offense, and they're going to they're gonna be fine. Keithy will probably be gone. I assume he would go to the NFL. Uh, and uh, the other guys, i got to check to see what grades they are. Uh, who knows? I can't remember now with last year. But this is the natural progression of where they were two years ago when they were really good, sent all those guys to the NFL. And so now they're going through some growing pains. But if you take a step back, uh, this is part of the process, and they're setting themselves up to be really good next year. So I'm fine with it. But if they can go 4-1 and one in their last five, especially if they beat UCLA, then they probably win the division. Odds would be stacked way in their favor. And they'd be eight oh, and four going into the title game. Seven and two will get the Utes in yeah. there. And eight and four, take it in a rebuilding season. Yes, with a and you you get to the title game for the third time in four years. Yeah, run with it, man. I would take that. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. Nick Ford at 8.30. Blake Anderson at 9.30 the roller coaster. Next.